Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We've had multiple Super Bowl champions on already today on Radio Row in Phoenix. But right now we bring you a different champion, the 2022 Miss America. It is Emma Broyles. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, we got a lot of ground to cover. We're going to have to get back to bear drills that we were talking about (laughs) off air. Is I'm super excited to meet you because you said you've been to Dallas like seven times in the last year. I have 100% been to Alaska and Anchorage, Alaska. So I I understand the Alaskan, well, we weren't there that long. The frozen tundra. The frozen tundra of Alaska. And I believe, I'm double-checking on the name, I have met a former Miss Alaska in the past. Really? It was, I want to say Angelina. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Okay. She held the Miss title when I was Miss Alaska's Outstanding Teen when I was 15. (laughs) Just to show. This is insane. Here's my Alaska knowledge. I'm just listening to this interview. Here's my Alaska knowledge. We planned our trip, me and my son, the one I told you who is now 18, not the six-month-old who didn't exist then. (laughs) He couldn't walk. I know. He can't even read. (laughs) Is, um, Is... we were planning our trip, and I saw this thing, and I thought, that, I need to go to that. It's called, I'm sure you're familiar with it, the Bear Paw, the Bear Paw Festival. Yes. And they had, I met her when they were doing the Slippery Salmon Relay Race, <laughs> and she was just hanging out in Miss Alaska, and I was like, holy cow, I feel like I would like to say hello and get a picture with Miss Alaska. So you are now the second Miss Alaska that wow. I have met in You're my person. First, so that is too funny. And I remember I almost went to that to help out with the slippery salmon race. I could have met you then, Explain but alas, the slippery salmon race. <laughs> like, hold on, what happens in the? Sli- how does it I work? I think you just carry a salmon that's like a fresh salmon, yes. so it's all slimy and slippery, and yes. you have to complete like an obstacle course without dropping this slippery salmon. It's a very Alaskan thing. I think you're like on a little bike at some point. You have to drink a soda. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> when I was looking at stuff to do in Alaska when we were planning our trip. I was like, this. Okay. I want to see And I'm glad this. you did it. I feel like that's a very, gave you a very um, diverse view of what it's like to be an Alaskan. It was awesome, Corey. Wow. There's no way you ate salmon. No, I did not. I have a very uh, elementary palate, let's just say. That's so okay. That's okay. We tried to put salt on his omelet last night. Didn't and he was it. like, no, I don't like salt. So that's really? where his taste buds are. That's fair. That's fair. You, you, you'll you, have plenty of time to mature those taste buds. I think we're probably about out of time for that. Now, I was hoping, can you show? <laughs> I this, am what I am at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's too far. <laughs> is the golden Miss America sash for winning Indeed. the 100th. Miss America pageant. That's why it's golden? Yes. Yes. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we should ask her, right? Is that why it's golden? It is, and there's actually a matching golden crown that goes along with it. Historically, the Miss America crown is silver, but for the 100th anniversary, it was gold. Although I do not have my crown today, unfortunately, it is currently being repaired. 
Did you, did you do Did you break it? it? You know, actually, I have two crowns, and my first crown, I, I would say I went through at least one crown every two months. I was just constantly breaking the crowns. Although, to be fair, like wearing them every single day, you know, they get that hairspray on them, the stones fall out. There's a lot of wear and tear that goes through a crown, so the more you know. Yeah, no, I would never would have thought that you would have to have a backup crown, and then it would have to mm -hmm. go to a, Is it like a, just a regular repair shop, or is it a diamond place? No, or? so it's the person who actually creates and designs the Miss America crown. So they okay. have like the exact stones and plating that is required to repair the crown. It's like a very particular science. Do you, should there be another word after very particular science? No, that was okay. exactly stopped okay. right there. That's it. Do you get a certain number of free broken crowns? Are they like look like brackets for this, braces? This happens all the time. Yeah, or it, like you're breaking. Yeah, the crown it's been a three bit. already. I know, Come on. I know they were very lenient with me, but fortunately, I didn't lose it at all, which I guess has been an issue in the past. So fortunately, I didn't lose it. If anything, there was a you know, loose stone here and there, but we got it fixed. Now, I was curious about in outside official pageant functions, we were talking before we went on about college and stuff. Do you ever wear the sash or crown just to kind of scoreboard some folks walking around campus? You, you know, I haven't. And it's funny because after being Miss America and living life as a public figure, going back to being a full-time college student has been a crazy transition. And it's so funny because I'm taking a 100-level course right now, physics, because I had put it off until now. And I was, you know, sitting in class a bunch of with a bunch of you know freshman girls and we all exchange numbers and made a group chat and I haven't told anybody in any of my classes that I was Miss America just because I kind of like being treated like a normal person you know and it feels like feels like I'm normal again but maybe someday I'll mention it and just see what they think yeah it's really <laughs> tough going shopping wow. as a radio host I get recognized all the time Stop it. <laughs> because he wears a sash that says radio host <laughs> yeah but it's only silver you wear so. your crown yes yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah do you are you ever worried that you'll wave bye to your friends and you'll just kind of like do a more fancy <laughs> wave and they'll be like, hold on a that's second. That's her. She's the one. You know, I never nailed the pageant wave in the first place, so fortunately that's not an issue for me. Yeah. All right. I, I, hold on, I have a question. Sure, sure. I, Kevin, I appreciate everything you're doing. Now, we talked with Laura Rutledge a few moments ago, and she said the most recent Miss America, nuclear physicist, is that correct? I believe that, that is correct. Engineering. In engineering, nuclear yes. physics engineering. I don't know. Yeah. You are, is, she said dermatology? Is that yes, kind of your? Yeah. I'm on a pre-med track right now. Wow. That's Now, were you, like, do you watch Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper and stuff you like that? You know, I actually do. Are I don't serious? watch as much these days, but I, I have watched my fair share of Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> where, did, where, did that, like, where did your interest in, in, in skin and, and that all that come into play? I'm, I'm yeah. very curious about this. I have eczema. That's why I'm asking. Gotcha. I wanted to see if you check it out. Are you trying I, to get a free diagnosis? Oh. <laughs> Just Come back yeah. to me in maybe like seven years okay, once I right. finished. <laughs> but I had really bad skin growing up and I actually had this um, psychological condition. It's kind of a form of OCD called dermatillomania. Mm -hmm. And so I would spend hours upon hours in front of the mirror picking at my face until I was just covered in blood. And it was this Holy really cow. shameful disorder that I dealt with for years. And I recently was able to overcome it. And I spoke a lot about it during my time as Miss America on top of other mental health advocacy. But um, that was really what inspired my desire to go into dermatology is to um, ultimately do more research in dermatillomania, specifically in other body focused repetitive behavior related disorders. Man, that's that's wow. that's great. I really appreciate you telling that because you probably found out there are a lot more people that were experiencing similar things, right? right? 
my wife had she experienced something similar to that too. Yeah. And so like, it's and I'm always common. like, I mean, hello, you're you're beautiful. You're be-. and she's just like, I got things I have to take care of. I'm like, yeah. all right, but she's doing great now. <laughs> it is pretty pretty amazing to be like, well, she went on to become Miss Alaska <laughs> and then Miss America. So you know. We got a track if you want to follow or if yeah. you want to do something different. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking with Emma Broyles, 2022 Miss America. We've got the Special Olympics soccer ball up on the fan cam. I was hoping you could tell us more about your involvement with Special Olympics and the Special Olympics Unified Sports Program. Yeah, so I've been involved with Special Olympics since I was six or seven years old. My older brother, Brendan, has Down syndrome. So he's been a Special O athlete since he first became eligible. He was like this tiny little kid competing on the track and field team with, you know, fully grown adults. And he was so cute. He would run and then he would stop in the middle of the race and wave and blow kisses at the crowd and the audience. And so Special Olympics has been a huge part of my life because of that and ever since I realized that I kind of had this obligation to do my part to make my community and ultimately our society a more inclusive place for people like my brother and then when I won Miss America I had the opportunity to work with Special Olympics as an ambassador on the national and international level and continue to spread the message of inclusivity and so it's been really special to be able to carry this in everything that I do and now to be back for a second year at um, Media Row with the Super Bowl to talk about Special Olympics and why it's so important how much progress do you think has been made whether it's just the last two years 10 years however far you want to go back because I feel like people are more accepting not to the point maybe where you would like it to be but so much more accepting from like when I was a kid exactly you know if my brother were born 50 years ago he would have been institutionalized and I never would have gotten to know him and it was especially tough because my mom is a special education teacher up in Alaska so a lot of the work within my family has been related to inclusion for people with intellectual disabilities but I never would have even known my brother if it weren't for organizations like Special Olympics that really normalized inclusive environments and so um, even just yesterday we actually just gave Valley Vista High School, which is a local high school here in Arizona, a banner presentation recognition as a unified champion banner school for Special Olympics, ultimately meaning that, um, you know, their school has put in so much effort to ensure that they have an inclusive environment that That's they're now being cool. recognized by Special Olympics. So it's so cool to see, you know, teams, unified teams of students with and without intellectual disabilities coming together for the love of sports. Uh, sorry, I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> uh, my Well, do you, do you think the man? unified, the unified uh, teams, my possibilities is something that we work with for we do a 15-hour show uh, every year for them my wife started working there shortly after we started doing that program and my daughter was born with special needs she has epilepsy and it's a very rare form of epilepsy we have to travel to cleveland clinic every year uh and just watching her grow has been it's been amazing for me uh to see that but the unified team is a new project they're taking on right now so knowing like how big it is across the country and then what they're doing like my wife's designing the logos and all and she's like what do you think about oh, this so, I'm, so it's a really exciting project that we get to be part of too and my daughter she's uh 10 years old right now nine years old right now they're all having birthdays um oh. and but she is uh you know i don't know if, where her direction's gonna go but seeing progress and knowing like my possibilities special olympics available to her yeah. just makes me i mean it, it gives me a, a place of like okay we can do this we can That's do this together incredible. so i'm really like really excited to talk to you and hear your stories and everything that, you, that you're talking about right now this is awesome yeah. sorry i'm done right now no Go no ahead. i no no <laughs> i i i think that was amazing and i'm glad that you shared that story people back home 
feeling that same kind of way, Corey. Right. From the 682, I used to turn pimples into unnecessary big scabs because I couldn't stop picking at them. I didn't even know that there was a name for that. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, right. absolutely it is. Exactly, and it's all just about, you know, talking about it and normalizing it. You know, yeah. it's when you see... When you see somebody in a public figure talking about mental health issues, it becomes a little bit easier for yep. you to speak up about it. When you see, you know, a pair of students with and without intellectual disabilities walking down the hallway arm in arm, it makes it a little bit normal, you know. So just doing our part to normalize it and just talk about it and just open up the, a healthy, friendly conversation. Now, for all the good things she's doing, Corey, I have learned that if my son goes to the same school that she does, that I should not let her be his RA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a cool RA, right? Yeah. Is that how a it cool is? RA. <laughs> I promise I will do just the right amount to ensure that he's still getting a good education, but I don't want to take away all of his fun. <laughs> uh, well, we appreciate having you on. Absolutely. Is there anything else that or anywhere people can learn maybe more about? This is just Special Olympics. Yeah. Check us out. Special. Just search Special Olympics. You can read all about Special Olympics, how to get involved, how to donate. Just it couldn't hurt to um, check out what we're all about. Well, we appreciate it so much. Great conversation beforehand. I Definitely appreciate having you on. So Super Bowl champions and Miss America champion. And she knows how to fight a bear, too. Like, oh, my God. that part. Yes. Yeah, we totally they, forgot about they that. Do, they do. Y'all do bear training? I know you got to go. Y'all do bear training <laughs> in Alaska? Can you please? We'll teach you. Okay. okay yeah. Seriously, depending. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We will have to follow up about the bear training in Alaska. Plus, Corey, they have an amazing candy shop with the biggest chocolate fountain I've ever seen yes! in my life. Yes. There's a sign that says no diving. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see a kid go in there. All right. Appreciate it very, very much, Emma. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Would this player be a focus or the focus for the Cowboys in free agency? We'll do that next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for us to jump into the lunch rush and the expressway. Got a whole lot happening here. We got Mike Likes It coming up. Right now, we're going to start by going around the entire NFL and dipping into some gridiron gravy. Deep. Salsa. Gore in Arizona. Yeah. Like, so you kind of have the idea of like dipping uh-huh. Uh-huh. salsa. Yeah. <laughs> I had salsa this morning on my eggs. I appreciate Those the were end. eggs. I had salsa this morning on the puffed up powder. Egg mix. Mm-hmm. Come on. People have stayed at hotels before. You know the deal. All right, we'll start I'm with... I'm bougie about my eggs. You are bougie, but not the bougiest of the people from our station at Radio Row. How about I say that? Ooh. <laughs> Face. Snap. Oh, my gosh. All right, so we got a lot of momentum going for the Chiefs. We had Clark Hunt on. Obviously, he's rooting for the Chiefs. We have Laura Rutledge. She is picking the Chiefs. Where do you think Twitter falls on this? So there was a Twitter poll. They tracked more than 200,000 tweets of hashtag Chiefs Kingdom and hashtag a stupid one for the Eagles. Is how many of the 50 states do you think are rooting for the Chiefs and then how many for the Eagles? 26 for the Chiefs. I'm going to say 38 for the Chiefs. And then how many le- how many are left after 12. that? Twelve. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say fifty for the Chiefs. Wow, not even they don't yeah, even get Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, yeah, they're not a state. <laughs> no. Pittsburgh's a state. All the right, state Bra- of breaking news: Pittsburgh has been admitted as our 51st state. Well, Corey, it's going to make you it's going to make you very sad to know that 28 of the states are rooting for the Eagles, and only 22 of the states are rooting for the Chiefs. Oh, well. Good news, the Texas is definitely, the Texas is definitely rooting for the Chiefs. All right, so here's my, my question, Mike. I don't know if we've gotten to that point. At what point will the Chiefs become hateable? Uh, because I still think they're likable. And maybe I'm just really at this point where the Eagles are just more hated, but, like, there's still, there's nothing about the Chiefs that I'm like, man, I just don't like that those guys yet. If they win this Super Bowl and they go to two out of the three next Super Bowls, they'll start being hated because they'll be here every year. Yeah. And so you just go, God, every time I come here, I, you know, this is going to be media-wise, right, because we can sometimes do this to a narrative is you just get tired of seeing the Chiefs logo. Now, that being said, I don't think that they'll be hated as much as New England because New England had literally their first Super Bowl they go to and win immediately after you start hearing Spygate? What is Spygate? So, so so far, the Chiefs being in their third Super Bowl, we have not heard any type of controversy around them being at either one of their Super Bowls. And here being at their third Super Bowl, there's really no controversy around them where it was pretty quick that the Patriots had controversy around their first Super Bowl. Yes, there you go, Kevin. You said they'd never be But people get tired, I'm sure. 
I'm sure people got tired of San Francisco in the 80s. I don't know that, but I'm just assuming that it's like, God, Joe Montana. <laughs> and see, like I, I think like with Mahomes, isn't it his sister and brother are the ones that everybody despises? But Mahomes, it's like I mean, his wife and his he's brother. He's kind of cool. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's going to be tough for us, too, because he's a Texan. Yeah. I mean, I like Another him. Another part of it. All right. What Would do you, you be rooting for the Cowboys or Chiefs? Cowboys. Okay. I root for what are the you Cowboys even doing right now, Mike? Any team. We're the home of the, are you serious? Don't ask him that question. Mike. Don't ask him. It's Mahomes make you sad. and the Cowboys do play it. in the Super Bowl. Mahomes plays for the Cowboys even better. Don't do it. It's going to make you sad. Did you just? I'm glad. You know what he said? Even better though. So I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be rooting for our team though. Just really quick. What do you think about this parlay? Somebody bet a thousand dollars on a touchdown from all seven of these players in the Super Bowl. Hertz, Travis Kelsey, Tony, Goddard, Sanders, Pacheco, and Scott. That's not gonna happen, dude. There's no way that happens. But Corey. If it does, if what's it, it turn does, into? one million dollars. For a hundred bucks. For a thousand. A thousand. I don't know. Would you rather bet a hundred for a hundred thousand? I would rather bet a hundred for a million. Like right, I mean, give you that. Yeah. no, 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 no. I bet Mike. But Mike, it'll never happen. Mike, it's Mike. never gonna happen. Good, good, good. All right, we got another one of our guests sitting down right now. It is Nick Lowry. Welcome to the show. And also, I want to say I'm concerned that you're too good at too many things. Mm. So I, I know they drop off the info sheet and everything like that, but I had already seen it. Is Ivy League scholar and presidential aide. And and the best thing is the BS. Really good at BS. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah? Well, that's oh, good. So this is going to be a fun interview. Yeah, then. absolutely. <laughs> Do you ever think you're too good at too many things? Because I think if you turn into poet, an instant ass, you know what, if that's the way you think. I, I, feel, I mean, truly, I feel blessed. I try to, you know, remember how grateful I am that, I, that because of football, I've had a chance to do a lot of different things. Right. One of the things is using this stage to celebrate the best game in America that's four times more popular. I love to say that than baseball and, and <laughs> basketball uh, for a reason. So Now, I'm going to assume, as a former Kansas City Chiefs player, you believe or are rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Is that a bold yet fair assumption? He's wearing a he's wearing hey, a You gotta ask the question okay. still. Okay, yeah, and that one too. So <laughs> thank you for this right here, baby. So wanna thank Clark Hunt, who was a ball boy in nineteen eighty when I'm kicking head-to-head against Jan Stenard, who would play six more years after that. So he's in the middle of his career, and I beat him out, kicked his you-know-what. And I loved him. He was my hero. But I had been cut at that point 11 times by eight teams. And Clark Hunt was charting us every day, and he was the one that told his dad, Lamar, one of the true legends of the game, um, that I was going to beat out Jan Stenard. So I am so proud to be their all-time scorer, so proud to watch this team, which is truly what's great about both these teams is they're really good people. They like each other. They play for each other. Their coaches, I don't know Siriano the way I know Andy Reid, yeah. but they are, you know, they really are true teams. And what a great example for millions of kids looking at how you sublimate your ego to make your team better. That's the thing. And Patrick Mahomes is ultimately the best example of that. Now, see, had we known the ball boy story, we had Clark Hunt on about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. We could have. I was at his wedding. Oh, I feel like we kind of got scoreboard. His, his wife, Tavia, uh, used to run with my, uh, not run, but she was friends with my girlfriend way back in 1990, 91, Heather Kern. So, uh, so I've known them a long time. 
Did you like throw a football and say, "Hey, go pick it up," or was it like, "No, never, don't do this"? Not now, when he was the ball boy. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. I mean, I, that. no, at the wedding, I was asking. Oh my gosh! Brought it in the wedding, just kind of rolled it. No, I, I'm a smart. No, ass in too. fact, in fact, if I had uh, another opportunity, a different show, I'd tell you some some stories that I'm not going to. But so KNC after dark. Yeah, is what, yeah. But you know that. what? What's great is to watch Clark to have. Uh, Watch him become one of the absolute foremost owners in the National Football League, Arrowhead Stadium. Besides being the loudest, is one of the best game experiences with Mark Donovan. I mean, Brett Feach, his choices, his draft picks. We have four rookies starting in that game on defense. I mean, it's a great organization, and that's the thing you got to appreciate. The way you win, and you're in there three years out of four, sure. is to have all those things aligned in green lights. And by the way, I'm here because the leadership uh, at the border – uh, is truly with really great people. I want to tell that story with Brian Erlacher. I've gone out to Yuma with the Southwest Border Patrol with Chris Clam, who just retired after 27 years. And we want to tell that story that the Border Patrol and, frankly, the people coming across for the most part are human beings. They're all human beings. And it's a true humanitarian crisis there. And uh, Brian Erlacher and I are inspired, Randy Grimes and others, just to make sure that uh, we appreciate uh, the sacrifice, 13 suicides by Border Patrol, three in the last couple months. And uh, Chris is the example of, of just like a great team player in football, you know, a guy that really has sublimated his ego to make a contribution. Now, Chris, you were not just a Border Patrol agent. I have it on good authority. You were the chief Border Patrol agent yep. in Yuma. Is that factually accurate? That is factually accurate, yes. And that's how you guys got to be even closer because you're yeah. like, you're a chief, I'm a chief. Like, it, we should, this makes, <laughs> this is logical that, sense. That's absolutely right. That's how we connected, right? Chief, chief. It yeah. worked. A lot of people, well, we're based in the Metroplex, which I know obviously not on the border, but a lot of impact in our state and everything like that. I was hoping you could describe for people just, I don't know if there's such a thing as a normal day at your job, but a day in the life of what you were doing. Well, I think, you know, regardless of where you're located, if you're located in the United States, you know, border security is national security. And what's going on at the border uh, impacts everybody because what we know and what we don't know is is a problem, right? We know we had five million plus uh, apprehensions over the last few years. Five million, we, yeah. We not know, two and a half million, right? Wow. We know that we had a million people get away. So how many people didn't get away? But one of the big issues that you know, we face every day is large amounts of people that are coming in and and turning themselves into border patrol, and that's creating a vulnerability along the, the security front. And that's what you're you're seeing in, uh, in other media outlets of what's happening at the border. Um, Every day you have hundreds of people, if not thousands, depending on where we are, um, you know, turning themselves in. And that, what that does is that, that's an impact on lives, right? People are being exploited from all over the world to come to the United States, and our agents are having to deal with, you know, the, the lawlessness, um, the, the humanity crisis, the human crisis that, that Nick was referring to, and it takes a toll. And have it, having stars like uh, Nick come out and, and, and thank the agents, thank the men and women that wear the uniform for doing their job and taking care of people with compassion. You know what? We look at it kind of like we didn't get to serve in the Army or the Navy or whatever, right. but this is the way to serve and thank the people, the first responders. And, and anybody that takes two seconds and thinks about first responders, how we felt about them after 9-11, yeah. gets it anyway. But it's not just because of that. It's the everyday sacrifice. Uh, but I'm just honored to work with them. We have had 853 deaths by people trying to cross. And we have uh, a numbers issue from 25 people a day. I learned this from Chris and Raul, Ull, Raul Ortiz, who's the national director of the Border Patrol, to 1,100 a day just in the Yuma uh, southwest border. And wow. so, so they can't get to those people. 
and be able to be sure that they've found the people that are the fentanyl, the fentanyl traffickers or yeah. the human traffickers, etc. So that leads to a sense of powerlessness and depression. Because they're doing their job, and yet they can't do their job, and they know they're leading into this huge new fentanyl economy that is just creating an army, literally and figuratively, for the cartels. I'm glad you mentioned it. Obviously, not the things that are happening. Those are awful. But I was going to ask, not that you would give up, but does it ever feel like you're fighting, I guess, maybe an unwinnable battle, or the tide keeps pushing you back more and more? Yeah, it's like speeding up to a red light. you you got like good good plans. you got good intentions, but then policy and people you know, interact, and they don't always work towards, uh, you know, the men and women of the Border Patrol and any first, they just want to go do their job. They want to enforce the law, they want to take care of business, they want to come home safely. And, uh, yeah, there are times when politics has taken over, yeah. and that becomes priority number one is making sure they're protecting the narrative that's being put out there versus protecting the our community, protecting the people, and protecting our borders. And then I know, not to dive too far into this, but I was curious, do you guys have any tips or thoughts for helping people maybe avoid the fentanyl growing craze like we were all talking about we all have kids here at this table and i know that is a very big concern for a lot of folks i worked at the white house drug abuse policy office a long time ago i'll just tell you you know the just say no doesn't really help kids really understand it but it's the same thing as when at the airport you hear if somebody hands you a bag yeah don't allow that don't ever accept anything at a party ever yeah ever yeah that could go into your mouth I mean, it's just incredibly stupid, but, you know, it's also just naive. You're young. You want to take risks. You want to push the envelope. And I know three different people whose sons have died from fentanyl in the last two years. Gosh. Gosh. Sorry, usually I'd have a follow-up question, but that's just kind of – he can't help but think about, like, what if that was your Yeah, I mean, when I see these commercials that are popping up now that are like, hey, let's actually have a discussion about it. You know, I mean, the the, the part of, hey, don't accept anything for at a party, but – Hey, why not? You know, you need to understand why. And that's yeah. what I try to have that conversation with the kid. But not everybody has that opportunity. I would say that's exactly when it comes down to anything related to your kids it is getting that level of comfort and having those conversations because Nick is spot on. Y'all are both spot on. This stuff will kill you. And you just got to talk to your children. You got to talk to your friends. You got to talk, encourage them to continue talking. Well, we appreciate it very much. I got to see if I can get your official Super Bowl prediction. That's exactly what I was hoping you were going to yes. ask. Yes. So, so here's the deal. Um, <clears throat> They're very good. We're, we're, Is they being the Eagles? The Eagles are okay. a great team, great offensive, defensive line. We're pretty good, too, and we've got a coach with more experience. Uh, not that it matters. you still got to play it. you got to earn it. And a, and a quarterback who's saying, I still feel what it was like against Tampa when we were just dead. And I don't want to have that feeling again. So I think it's going to be close to the fourth quarter. And then just like being down 20 to 10 with seven, seven minutes and 40 seconds left against San Francisco, we will then spread it out with our experience. And I'm going to predict 31 to 24. I really think that in the end we'll win by a touchdown. i got to ask you the same. I need your official prediction. You know what? I'm pulling for the Kelsey family. <laughs> man, oh, come on, man! <laughs> I'm sitting next to a chief. I was a chief. Come I'm gonna on, go with the man. Chief. <laughs> Politicians <laughs> to the end. I like it. Appreciate it very much. If people want to learn more or go do their Thank own you. information, where would you well, direct them? Number one is uh, just come to my my website. You can contact me there at nicklowry.org. Um, but uh, also. Yeah, I think if, if the public wants to go to cbp.gov, they can look at stats and see everything that's C-D-P. going on. cdp.gov. Cbp. Cbp. Uh, Customsborderprotection.gov. It'll give you all their uh, most recent stats, and they can they can you know tell their story that way. One last thing I'll say is, if 60 Minutes, if Frontline, if 2020, I've been on a couple of those in the past. 
if they wanted to come to the border and politely go through channels just to film what's happening, to tell the story, they would be denied by the current administration. I, I just feel that's not being honest. It's not like you're saying take a position. It's say just see what's happening. Yeah. And that's that's why we're here today is because we got to let people see what's happening, understand it, because they're human beings coming in, and they're human beings that are protecting us, and they both deserve more respect. Well, Nick. Chris, appreciate the time very, very much. I know y'all got a split, but thank you very much. And as Metroplex people, we're all rooting for the Chiefs as well. So (laughs) we do not want the Eagles to take this home. Thank you guys very, very much. All right, KNC Masterpiece, we're going to keep rocking along. No commercial break, Mike. What? Do you want to dive? That's right. You're not going anywhere. We're supposed to be able to have a break. Nope. When do I eat lunch? That's a good question. Do you want to go right into Mike Likes It, or do you want a little bit more gridiron before we bounce back it's into Mike Likes It? It's up to you. Do you have it? something that you really want to get off your chest on gridiron? Uh, let's see what really needs to. Oh, yeah, Brian Flores got uh, hired as the Vikings defensive coordinator, and I thought that was good. Obviously, I'm a big fan of his. But did you see what Sean Payton said about Russell Wilson? No. Okay. So, you know, everyone's like, oh, Russell Wilson does whatever he wants. He's got an office at the facility, and he has his own coach and everything like that. So somebody asked uh, – sorry, I forgot to ask Joey for the audio. Somebody asked Sean Payton yesterday about that, and his answer was amazing because he goes, I'm not familiar with that situation, and you just thought that might be the end of it. But he goes, I'm not familiar with that situation, uh, but rest assured, our coaches are here to coach. So we will not have any outside people that are coaching or anything. But, again, I have not heard that. So he was like, that's not going to work. But also, I'm not aware of that situation. You know, what's interesting is what I'm finding out, and it's just in today's world. I don't know if it's about football or not, but I do know about baseball. Is there so many guys now getting their own personal pitching coach and hitting coach during the season that Mm -hmm. aren't hired by the Texas Rangers or aren't hired by, let's just say, the Houston Astros, that they – the Rangers pay quite a bit of money to – we know that Mike Maddox is back. I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank on the hitting coach right now for the Rangers because it keeps changing yeah. uh, year to year. But that they're not truly the hitting coach and the pitching coach. They are the staff pitching coach and the staff hitting coach. But a lot of guys now are using video, right, the Tim iPad Hires. or whatever. Tim Hires. Tim Hires, way, right. Yeah, he has, he's obviously sense. a new – yeah, hitting coach for the Rangers. We is, got rid of Tim Fired. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's true. Corey is so mad. Fired, at me right fired. Now. Event, eventually, he's going to have to change his last name too. Get oh, you get it? Corey's so mad at me right now. It's a good joke. Corey, I'm going to try to cheer you up with this. Do you, Do you know who Ronnie Rivers is? No. All right. So he plays for the Rams. He's running Philip Rivers, son, one of his childs. I. Don't know that. You say childs or children? I would say children. Okay. I don't know that to be true or false. Is he won five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars in the mega jackpot and the three card poke and the three card poker competition at Vegas this weekend? As a rookie, he made seven hundred and five thousand dollars. For this, five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. All right. Why did he make? Hold on. That seems like less. 
Well, that's seven hundred. But he won the. But he won the jackpot. You take five hundred thousand dollar jackpot. But is the jackpot's two hundred two hundred thousand dollars less? Then it, then his rookie contract. Oh, his contract. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was like, hold on. He only won. The, okay. Yeah. All right. No, they were like seven hundred, but we're only giving you five hundred thousand because you play in the NFL. Yeah. No. All right. Well, that's pretty cool of him. So he can do that, huh? And at least it wasn't like remember the guy who won prices a car and prices right. They're like he had thirty eight million dollars. Yeah. That guy doesn't need a car. He just started, so he could probably use the money but i would take seven hundred thousand dollars as well all right knc masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan live from radio row and now okay it's time for some mike likes it i have a lot of directions to go here but i do think obviously the dallas fort worth area is very intrigued with what's happening with the dallas mavericks up to the trade deadline now that they are uh the home of kyrie irving for now now brian winhorst who Brian Windhorst is, you guys understand this. Sure. He is LeBron James's media member. Yeah. He, he is the person who is the closest to LeBron James when it comes to media and puts out the LeBron James story yeah. for LeBron James without saying, I'm doing this for LeBron James. Yeah. Brian Windhorst went on ESPN today and he said, don't kind of put away that Kyrie is a Dallas Maverick. Uh, it's kind of he's probably going to eventually be a Laker. Not in the next 48 to 72 hours when the trade deadline, but LeBron, he didn't say this, but he's pretty much saying LeBron still believes Kyrie's going to be his teammate next year. I wonder what the cost for that will be because I know he would be out of contract, but usually you swing the sign and trade in this instance. So I wonder what they could get, the Mavs could get out of it. Or if they would want anything out yeah. of him besides just clearing out the space. Now, I will say this. I think Kyrie's going to be a very good player for the Dallas Mavericks this year. You think so? I, I do. do, too. I do. I, I think that he's going to take what he was doing in Brooklyn and bring it to Dallas because he knows what he wants. And I, I don't – one is to be in L.A. I hate saying this, but number one is he wants to be a Laker with LeBron. That's his ultimate goal. Number two is he does want $50 million a year. Uh, He does want a four-year contract and a whole bunch of money. Now, the Lakers cannot just offer him $50 million a year. It's impossible. They can get rid of every player on their team except for LeBron and except for Anthony Davis, and they can get, like, up to $30 million. That falls pretty darn short of four years and $210 million. It would be closer to four years and 130 million dollars would be what they could do with where they're at salary cap wise but i have heard from agents i have heard from other people that Kyrie's going to probably find his way to the lakers next year that is ultimately his goal he's not he can't destroy his relationship with the Mavs. he's going to play hard for the Mavs. hopefully the Mavs make a great playoff run with Kyrie. But I would put the chances of Kyrie being a Maverick after this year at less than 50%. All right, so that, like that's going to put a lot of people in some very pra- – I'm going to use pragmatic situations oh. here. Uh, problematic. Is that the okay. same thing? Yeah. Um, where, it's not. <laughs> where whenever you're dealing with, with this, like you're like, okay, hold on. We had a superstar we got in trade. Actually, this is another superstar we got in trade, but yeah. we couldn't keep him around. Yeah. Like, even if we wanted to offer him as much money as possible, we couldn't keep this this dude around. And the only way to get these guys is to trade for them or draft them because they don't sign. Like, that's where the, the mind of the Mav fan goes is we are never going to be able to have somebody else go yeah. next to Luka. Even having him play next to Luka wasn't good enough if that's, the, if that's how it turns out. Now, 
my mindset of it is I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm okay if that's what he wants to do. Now, the the value that you're going to get in free agency isn't that great. Maybe you can swing a trade that will set you up well and everything, and you have that cap space. Yeah. You're like, well, is it better than Dorian Finney-Smith and Dinwiddie? Maybe it is. And he can't go to the Lakers – just now, he could do this. He he is, and I take the mid. He could take like the mid level exception, or accept like a one year, fifteen million dollar yeah. contract. It gets a little bit weird on that. On then, what can he do the next year? But just know, I I want to to your point. You said after the trade, like just enjoy now. And I think for Mavs fans, who knows? It's not like you want Kyrie for a long time either. Like it's scary yeah. to to have him for a long time, but. This could be some sort of deal where the Mavs actually have Kyrie starting tomorrow night on national TV. Luke is not playing tomorrow night. He's already been ruled out for tomorrow night's game, too. How much does that bum you? Not that you don't want to see Kyrie, but it kind of bums you. Yeah, I mean, you want to see them together to see what they can do uh, together. But at the same time, I think Mavs fans need to realize that Kyrie is probably going to then be a guy that gets you next. What are you going to get next? And there is a small possibility, Brian Windhorst did not say this, because I think you're going to have to get a third team involved, but there's a possibility that you might have traded for the future of Anthony Davis. Now, that's pretty darn scary, too, because we had Porzingis, who's not as good as Anthony Davis, but you're dealing with a guy who only plays 40 to 50% yeah. of games because his body physically cannot handle the NBA. It just it can't. I played with guys that couldn't handle Major League Baseball. Their bodies physically could not handle 162 games. They had all these skills, but yeah, their body just like, was like, nope, sorry. Yeah, their body That's was, our fear with the Grom, isn't it? Like, right. you're this great. Oh, but my gosh, that's, yes. That's a great example is God put all of this talent into DeGrom. DeGrom is getting the most out of it, but he can only kind of make 20 starts a year. That's His body can only handle that many times on a mound, and I know the Rangers are hoping to get more, and I hope they do. The Mavericks are hoping to get more from Kyrie Irving. But it could be this weird deal that we're hearing is that Kyrie plays for the Mavs. He plays great for the Mavs. He's totally engaged with the Mavs. And then there's this strong possibility that he finds his way to L.A. somehow. And the Mavs understand this, too. Nico's not stupid. Jason Kidd's not stupid. As much as I've, I've kind of taken shots at Mark Cuban over the last month or so, Mark Cuban's not stupid. They understand where Kyrie ultimately wants to be. Now, could could he still be a Maverick? Could he still sign a four-year, approximately $200 million deal with the Mavs if everything goes great? Yeah, he could. I'm not saying he won't be a Maverick, but I do think Mavs fans need to understand that this might be a very short-term rental yeah. in Kyrie, and then you trade Kyrie to L.A. in some sort of, who knows, it could be a five-team trade by the end of it. But <laughs> yeah. Is this team, as currently constructed, because I keep seeing this on the fan text, uh-huh good enough to win a championship this year i don't think so I okay don't either. because the west is too difficult to come out of uh they uh, could, eastern if, opponents are too difficult if they got hot enough maybe but i mean it's a lot to ask all right right now i'll ask you this kevin because i know you're a huge Jokic fan and i think he's a great yeah. player too what do you do if you play denver in a seven game series like what we you're gonna throw dwight powell and christian wood he's and, gonna embarrass at him? them like and, I, and people sleep on how good denver is like i i get Milwaukee and Boston have dominated the East, and don't forget about Philadelphia. But when people say the West is wide open, take a look at what Denver is doing, and they have been outstanding. They belong in that group of Boston and Milwaukee. Now, here's the the interesting deal, and it's going to be very interesting to follow the Mavs the rest of this season, hopefully in a nice playoff run, and then the offseason is 
what you had last night. Because Jaden Hardy at 20 years old put up 29 points on 12 shots. Mm-hmm. Now, he was going to the basket. He had freedom. Last night there was total freedom, right? There wasn't a Luka on the team. There yeah. wasn't a Dinwiddie on the team. Like yeah. It was like, dude, we got nobody tonight. We're starting McKin- McKinley-, McKinley Wright. McKinley Wright, who probably won't be in the NBA. That was his first year. star of his career, I, 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 I think he's a great person. I, I follow him on Twitter. He was so happy and blessed to start last night and play. Like, I mean, he put Didn't out, understand why we shut down during ice, but, yeah. that's right. a, that Well, he's <laughs> fair. I'm with him on I'm that. Not. He's up north. He's from up north, so <laughs> it, he doesn't understand what happens to Texas roads and everything with what happens here. But, like, the Mavs do have two guards that are 22 and 20 that if you were, you can't just lose Kyrie Irving. By the way, if he walks for nothing and you just traded Finney Smith oh, and Dinwiddie and a future first-round yeah. pick for nothing, it, that hurts tremendously. So I do think the Mavs have an understanding of if Kyrie just wants to get to L.A. and I'm getting to L.A. in the offseason, I think the Mavs probably have some backup plans on how to get him to L.A. while recouping what they traded away yeah. for Kyrie. And it could be, from what we understand, it could be Anthony Davis being a Dallas Maverick. Wow. Maybe LeBron wants to play with Kyrie way more than Davis because Davis has let him down so much You know physically. what that means, right, Corey? Kevin tried trading Dirk for Anthony Davis once, right after the championship, too. That was the best time really? to trade him. He was that like, been, Dirk I mean, yeah. Who would have known how hurt he would have been? <laughs> yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's possibilities where it could get crazy where Anthony Davis goes to Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton comes to Dallas, and all these other teams are in like, – there's who knows what the Mavs are going to look like, honestly, 48 hours from now. And who knows what the Mavs are going to look like next season, because there's just so much with Kyrie Irving and then where the Mavs go from there. How How, how is have you heard anything about Luka and the possibility of tomorrow? Night? I haven't seen he's anything. not playing. He's, he's not playing tomorrow he's, night. He's, so he's going he's traveling. He'll be in L.A. for the Clippers game. He'll be with the Mavs. But he will not suit out to play in the game. When will the next? When do you think the next game is going to be that he's going to play? I think he might miss the road trip. I think he might not play right. against Sacramento. They play a back-to-back against Sacramento, back-to-back games. I'm not sure if it's back-to-back nights. But then when they come back home, I believe against Minnesota. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't have the schedule pulled up, but I think there could. They're probably hoping okay. for that possibility that the home game that Luke is ready for the home game. Kyrie has three games under his belt as a Mav is, I mean, our system's pretty easy. We just say, yeah. you take the ball, Stand do your thing. Yeah. If you want to pick, call up the guy who you want the pick for, and every yeah. the other three guys are going to stand and watch, and they're ready to catch and shoot. Yeah, so I, I guess the reason I'm asking about that is because, like, I'm ready to get giddy about it. Like, I'm, I'm ready to get excited. Sure. I, I'm, sure, I'm excited for tomorrow night and seeing Kyrie suit up for the first time as a Mav. And does he like kid? Does he – you know what? Does he walk by kid and never acknowledge him? Or does he walk by kid and he's like, I love being here. You know, I want to see those little no, things. So I'm, I want to get excited about the pair being on the court together. I'm, so I'm waiting for that. Maybe a lot of Mavs fans are just sitting here waiting for that too. And I don't know this, but maybe Kyrie plays so well with Luka. They get along so great, and they make a nice run in the playoffs. And let's just say they get back to the conference finals, but they can't beat Denver. Yeah. Or, or they run into a seven-game series in the second round and they lose game seven on the road to the Clippers or something because Kyrie and Paul George are healthy, which is good luck with that one, Clippers. Or Kawhi and Paul Ka- George. Kawhi. Yeah. I don't know what I said. but well, he said, said Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, and then, I mean, it's kind of the same. Yeah, but uh, I just 
I look at it and go, maybe Kyrie goes, you know what, as much as I want to be a Laker, I want to be in L.A. I want to be hope so, for the yeah. most popular franchise and, and this and that, that he I'll goes, stay here. this was so awesome. Yeah. I love Jason Kidd. I love what we created with Luka in a short amount of time. I want to sign a four-year deal, and this is where I want to be. And then the Mavs have to look at, all right, how do we start getting wings and big guys that are shooters and defenders yeah. around these two guys? I, I, I think that's a great analysis and – I'm just excited. People got mad at me when I found out the information after the trade oh, that yeah. there's a good possibility that Kyrie will still find his way to Lakerland right. in the offseason. Like, and I'm like, dude, I'm just passing along information. I'm not an agent. I am not You don't scouts. want to believe it? Don't I'm believe not it. coaches. But we do get information passed to us, and I thought it was interesting that immediately it was like, yeah, he's coming to Dallas, and he's excited about it, but still – we know Kyrie's people, and we know Kyrie wants to be a Laker next year. 49 hours and six minutes from now, how many people leave, are, are left? How many people will leave this team? On Thursday? Yeah. It, well, Dwight Powell's going to stay because re- he really enjoys being on the team. Uh-huh. Uh, and Mark loves and him. And Mark loves him. Oh, you're talking about the players, too. Yes. Okay, I thought you were talking about fans. I was like, hold on, I'm making a joke. You, no, uh, never mind. Uh, I... I, I it's going to be tough to pull off a trade of somebody that they want at this point. Yeah. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's Tom for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Is this the real core of the Cowboys? Ooh. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.